The truth is this. All of us, at times, play the falsely empowered victim. That's part of the worst day cycle. It's part of how our culture and society has raised us. We advocate it, promote it, teach it. And so none of us are immune from this. Now, shame is going to be, I don't want to admit that I'm imperfect in this way. Well, remember, we're all perfectly imperfect. We're all on this journey trying to figure things out. Because we haven't taught about codependence, because we haven't taught about these things, we are all codependent. We are all falsely empowered victims at times in our life. Okay? So just keep an eye out for those. Stick with it. Notice the feeling. You know, you... Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You can begin developing emotional mastery by notice the feeling. Where in my body do I feel it? When's my first memory of feeling it? And then you're going to go, oh, there's where I learned shame. That's where I created the wounded child, which became the adapted wounded child, which is what created my falsely empowered victim position. Okay. So it's a great way for you to notice that within yourself. So the first story that popped into my head today was when I was trying to play pro hockey and I was up in Vancouver, BC training before the season. And I ran out of a place to stay. And so I was sleeping in parks um, with all my suitcases, my hockey equipment, and I'd lug it, I'd get it, I'd carry it to the bus stop and take the bus down to the ice rink and train all day and go to the gym. Like I just lugged everywhere I went. You know, I was a goalie too, like goalie equipment. For those of you who know who hockey and goalie equipment, like that's a 50 pound bag. And then you got suitcases and sticks, like, you know, I was a vagabond. And anyway, I, I got hooked up with the Vancouver Canucks and they were, this was before training camp. So they were all getting in shape, getting in shape for training camp. And I was skating with them. And one of the guys, Greg Adams found out I was sleeping in parks and he invited me over and had me for dinner, cooked a great steak dinner and, and then offered to let me spend the night. And I said, no, (laughs) Oh, talk about shame. I remember Clearly. Now, this is before I knew how any of this worked. But I remember clearly thinking, I can't spend the night. Because this is going to be a great story when I make it in pro hockey of how I slept in parks and all this stuff. And if I stay at his house, I can't tell that story. Now, think in your own life. How many times have people reached out to help you and you found some reason to reject it. Now, you may not have been as consciously aware as I was that I was manipulating from the victim position. But we do reject help all the time for various reasons. Now, most of the time we're in denial. We think our reasons are valid as to why we're rejecting. And in all fairness, there are times where it is you know, in our best interest to reject certain types of help. But think of people when they try and compliment you. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, my hair isn't right today. Or no, this blouse doesn't fit. It, it, the tailor messed up. 
boom, you just played the falsely empowered and dropped to the victim position. That's a power dynamic. It's exactly what I did to Greg. Is I, I assumed power over him by playing the victim. I had a chance to get out of victimhood, to stop sleeping in parks. Like, it's not fun sleeping in parks. I can tell you, I've slept on, I've slept, in my life, I've spent a lot of time, like, living on the streets as I, when I chased pro hockey, sleeping on the sides of roads, sides of highways. I did that a lot. It is not fun. And I had a chance to get out of it, but I was so trained because of being a wounded child and then developing the adapted wounded child, that became my false empowerment to seek out being the victim. I lived it out as a child, getting sick and hurt. That's another way we do it. And I know you don't think you got you get sick and hurt. You think it naturally happened to you. I guarantee you when you do this work and you learn about the worst day cycle and you learn about codependence you're, and how shame and denial work, especially how shame and denial work in the worst day cycle, you're going to see in almost every instance you got sick and hurt to play the falsely empowered victim position. It's I know that's really tough to hear because our society says, oh, you didn't do, you know, and it's, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just bringing truth into look, take a look at this stuff. It might be a little tough to swallow at first, but as you get further along and you develop emotional mastery and you learn to love and forgive your perfect imperfections, which is really accepting the shame inside of ourselves, we start to accept the truth of, wow. Yeah, I do play the victim a lot because it does give me a lot of power, okay? Now, I have two other stories um, that show how it gets created. And one comes, this was, this is almost comical. This is one of my daughters. And this is what's so tragic about society And I really encourage you to go watch my video on how society creates codependency because this is exactly how it gets created. My daughter, I think she was in like seventh grade and she wasn't, she she was failing. Okay. And so they called this big meeting at the school. They had all of her teachers. I think it was the principal and vice principal and the, the. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and. 6-1 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Guidance counselor, myself, and my ex-wife, um, her mother. I think there were 11 adult, 11 adults in the room. And we walk in and, you know, everyone's well-meaning. They're going around the room and each teacher is talking about all these plans they're putting, going to put in place to help my daughter get her grades up and, and how the counselor is going to support her. And, you know, all very well-meaning. And it took about 45 minutes for each person to lay out their plan of how they were going to get my daughter's grades up and um, be, you know, everyone's like, really, we're in this. We're going to help you, Olivia. And... You know, I'm just sitting there listening and I'm looking over at my daughter who has this, she's sitting like this at the head of the table, arms at the head of the table, totally entranced, watching all of it with a little smile on her face, just like totally engaged. Like you wouldn't think that, right? 
that why would a child be engaged? Like she's failing. There's all like, but she was just sitting there. So they spent about 45 minutes going around the room talking about how hard they're going to work to get my daughter's grades up and help her. And they finally finish and they turn to my ex-wife and ask her, and she's, oh, this is great. And, what about you, Mr. Weiss? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, this is one of my proudest moments as a parent. I don't know that I made many friends because society doesn't like truth, um, especially a codependent society. But my response was, you know, I, I love that all of you care so much for my daughter. And I can tell you really thought long and hard about this. And I appreciate the efforts that you put in to do what you think is best for my daughter. I said, but unfortunately, I don't think any of this will work. Because I think my daughter already has everything figured out. In fact, I think she's the smartest person in the room. And the last person I'm worried about today is my daughter. And here's why. My daughter is sitting at the head of the table with 11 adults in the room. And she's at the head of the table with a little smile on her face. Because you know what she's found out? She's figured out a way to get 11 adults to fix her problem. She doesn't have to do anything because everyone in this room cares more about her problem than she does. So I'm watching my daughter. I'm going, my God, she's the smartest person in the room. She's figured out how to get everyone else to do her homework and get her grades up. She's brilliant. Now the question is, will my daughter ever decide that her grades matter to her? When she decides that, her grades will go up. But right now, that doesn't matter to her. She doesn't care much about her grades. What she does care about is how she can get 11 adults to do her work for her, and she succeeded. So the last person I'm worried about in this room is my daughter. She's got it figured out. Now, the trick is, when will my daughter decide that her grades are important to her? And it's been my life experience. The only time a person decides something is important to them is if they suffer consequences. Well, the only way my daughter will suffer consequences is if all the adults in the room stop trying to fix a problem that only she can fix and let her suffer the consequences of her choices. And so if my daughter chooses to not do her homework, therefore she might fail, that might mean she gets to repeat seventh grade again. And I'm perfectly fine with that because she's, like I said, she's showing she's the smartest person in the room. And so maybe for her, that's okay. But until she decides that's a problem for her, there's nothing anyone in this room can do to help her. Well, you should have seen their faces. <laughs> like I said, I didn't make many friends. But that's how society, the school system, Government, everybody creates a falsely empowered codependent. They trained my daughter right there. They'd been training her for years. Everyone was trying to fix a problem that only she can fix. It didn't matter to her to fix it. Why? Because society and parents and everybody had taught her, look, we, they have, we have a distorted and skewed idea of what help and love is. We think it's loving to fix somebody else's problem. 
that's not, that's abusive, that's injurious. It leaves injuries in people. It's harmful. It's destructive. It robs children of solutions. It's what's created the council culture. It's what's created all these subgroups of these kids who are now in colleges that are just screaming around, trigger, 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 trigger. They're massively controlling everyone because they have no ability to navigate discomfort. It's what creates the rise in narcissism. These are, these are behaviors by teachers and educators. And don't mishear me. I'm not saying everyone does it. Every educator is this way. I'm not coming down on educators. I'm coming down on society as a whole and its inability to teach. You know, why don't these teachers know about codependence? Why don't they know about enmeshment? Why don't they know about falsely empower, false empowerment and, and professional victimhood and how this situation they're playing into? They are creating a falsely empowered professional victim. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply who will use that to control everybody, never take responsibility for her life, and they don't even realize it. Not because they're bad teachers or bad educators, but because they haven't been taught that's how this stuff works. They've been sold the model by society that to be nice, you do everything for somebody. That's not nice. That's abusive. That's injurious. It leaves long-lasting wounds in all of us. Every single parent has done this willingly and unwillingly, consciously and subconsciously because we are all perfectly imperfect, okay? And because even if we were all taught exactly how to do all this, we're human and the human experience is to screw up a lot, a lot more than we ever recognize. So look in your life. How are you robbing those you love the opportunity of fixing their problem for themselves. Do you see what this also teaches a young child and our best friends, even if they're 60 years old? Teaches them that I don't believe in you. I don't trust you. I don't think that you can figure this out on your own. I don't think you're capable. I actually think I'm better than you. Now this, here's where the shame and denial comes up. Oh no, Kenny, that's not what I think. I don't think I'm better. But that's what your actions do. To create. That's what the caring so much. That's how we're in denial. We don't see that our so-called caring for others is sadistic. It's cruel because what they were doing, what they were trying to do to my daughter is cruel. It would cripple her for the rest of her life. Now there's a different, but see denial blocks it. We don't, it's not in our reality. Okay. And it may not be in your reality. And if you're fighting it, the first thing is, is notice the shame come up and how you don't want to admit that. And also the depth of that feeling. Well, now what you're tapping into, ask yourself this. When was the first time you felt that feeling? Boom. That's where you learned it. It's not your fault. You're not bad. You're not to blame. 
but your parents, your caregivers, your teachers, your coaches were perfectly imperfect. And that's why you're in denial. That's the worst day cycle. That's what's so key about the worst day cycle. The shame and denial portions, they are everything. It's where the false persona, how we hide and won't admit that we are all professional victims at times. That we play it from the falsely empowered victim position. We take this high road. But in the midst of it, we're playing the victim. Another way that gets created here, this was, I was out with a friend about a year ago, and they have an eight-year-old daughter, adorable little girl. And we're at dinner, um, and this is probably the most well-behaved eight-year-olds I have ever seen. Incredible manners, incredible posture, very elegant in the way she spoke. And as dinner went on, my heart just started to break. Because what I, I realized is this eight-year-old had been stripped of childhood. She had been adultified, parentified. Her soul as a child had been taken from her. She was not allowed to, an eight-year-old child should not be perfect at the dinner table. They should be spontaneous and have some joy and act out a little bit. That, that would be normal to be imperfect at the dinner table because they have a spirit, they're still a child. Well, this child's spirit had been stolen. She, they had worked so hard on falsely empowering this child that this child is an adult, you know? This child just doesn't do anything childlike at the dinner table with other adults around. That's too strict, that's too confining. I'll never forget her reaction, you know, because at the end, I, I'd gone to pay the bill and came back and, you know, went to the restaurant or restroom and came back. And I just came up to her and I was like, what's that? I'm like, what's that? I don't, I don't, like she was really scared because now she's, bro I was breaking her out of the conformity. And I was like, that right there, that's sugar, isn't it? And I just started to tickle her, you know? I'm like, give me that sugar. There's sugar right there. Come on, look at all that sugar, you know? And, I, and she just blew open. It was so cute. She just, this laugh, this joy. And I was like, give me that sugar. Like, and she, in the car, she would stick her arm out. Like the kid had just been opened up. She's like, what's, is there anything here? You know, she was just dying. She was dying to be a child. She wasn't allowed to be a child. Now, this doesn't make her parents bad people. We don't teach these things. It's wonderful to teach child manners. I think that's awesome. But, but there's a line of getting, you know, creating that falsely adapted. Now, here she is, this falsely, she's in this um, false power dynamic. She's an eight-year-old acting more adult than the adults. She lost her child. Well, that's, she'll learn. The only way she'll get attention is to play the victim. That's what's so injurious about all of this. As we learn through that false empowerment, like they were trying to teach my daughter, the only, do you see why, now do you see why my daughter was smiling? She realized, if I play the victim, if I fail, I own 11 adults. I get 
the, the freaking school shuts down. The principal, the system, the guidance counselor, every teacher. Oh, why would she ever be self-supportive? There is absolutely no advantage. And that's what people don't realize when they help the victim. Now, don't, don't, mis, don't take my words and, and misconstrue them. We do need to help the legitimate victim, but many times we create a falsely empowered victim by the way we treat them. And so what happens is, you know, these people, and I get many people comment on my posts or something, and, and you'll see it, I'll give them a solution, and they go right back into more problem. Well, they are heavily invested in staying the victim. I don't touch them. I, don't res I quit responding. I love them. I love them. I will not enable their victimhood. I will allow them to suffer the consequence of choosing to play the professional victim. Now my heart breaks. They've been taught that and I can't, they, they don't, they don't see it and don't know it and they're doing the best they can. But the best I can do is to leave them because do you see what happens when we enable the falsely empowered victim? There's absolutely no incentive for them to ever get help and heal and recover because do you see what they lose when they post on Facebook or like my daughter for my daughter to get good grades she would lose the attention and power and control of all the adults in the room she'd be isolated and alone so what was so sad what I was hoping for in that especially the guidance counselor was for the guidance counselor to recognize it wasn't about class. It had nothing to do with schoolwork. I was hoping the guidance counselor would turn to my daughter and go, why do you feel so sad and alone? Why do you feel so neglected? How can we love you? What do you need? What does your heart need? Because my daughter was screaming to be noticed. She couldn't be seen. Nobody was seeing her. And so the only thing she could do was play the victim and control people from the falsely empowered victim position. That's just ugh, devastating. That's, and that's why I call this abuse. Ah. We minimize this stuff and go, it's not a big deal. But it is a big deal. It's a really big deal. It leaves gaping wounds in all of us. And it has terrible consequences for all of us the rest of our life. It put me in a position to marry a woman who just treated me horrifically. That's not, and I'm responsible for that treatment. I chose it. And so what did I do? Because I didn't know, because all I knew was how to be a professional victim. I got passive aggressive. This is what the falsely empowered does from the victim position. It took us six months to comp, um, consummate our marriage. And in that six months, We'd go out with some of her friends and I'd bring up how we weren't intimate 
I'd never bring it up to her. I didn't hire a counselor. I didn't talk to her directly. I became falsely empowered in front of other people so she couldn't abuse me directly in front of others. But I played the victim. I got passive aggressive and told everyone how awful she was. Think in your life. How many times have you done that? Now, pay attention to the shame and denial that pops up as you realize, wow, I didn't go get help. I didn't hire a professional. I didn't educate myself. Man, that's on me. Man, I played the falsely empowered victim. Oh, God. Now, now get in touch with your humanness and the sadness of what you went through as a child that taught you that you had no shot. None. That's just heartbreaking that you were taught that that was your only way out. Please get in touch with that. Please have grace and love and understanding for what you've been through. Get into reality of what we all go through. It's okay. So if you want to learn more about all of these dynamics and how they show up in your life, I'd encourage you, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, watch the videos in my Worst Day Cycle playlist so you can see the shame and denial portions are the key to life. You have to see how the false persona and the defense mechanisms that we create in these moments that would get taught to us, like my daughter and the eight-year-old, and, and then how we live them out as an adult, and someone offers to help and we reject it or we get passive-aggressive all the different things we do. Go watch the Worst Day Cycle playlist. Everything in there. Then I have four other videos for you. Watch Codependent Parents, The Wounded Inner Child, The Five Codependent Characteristics, and How Society Creates Codependency. These videos are critical to understand how we are all um, wounded children and adapted wounded children. And we're doing the best we can. And when we have this understanding, we can gain a sense of strength and safety. Because we finally know exactly what's going on and we know how to address it. And that's, that's what matters here. So if you know somebody that's struggling, please share this. Please leave me your comments. And as always, enjoy the journey.